What up, what up, what up? This is your boy Roy, and you are now tuned into Back to Center Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to life, love, and the millennial struggle. Happy Self-Care Saturday, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully your week has been an enjoyable one, depending on where you are in the world. Unfortunately, war still rages on in the Ukraine and, you know, to be fair, in other places as well. But of course, that's where our eyes are at the moment. With that being said, we're going to talk about these Russian soldiers checking out these Ukrainian chicks, Kanye West continuing the bashment of Pete Davidson, and more importantly, today we're going to discuss stop being a pussy and embrace your inner gifts. So you already know what to do. Roll one up, pour up a libation, sit back, kick back with your boy Roy, because the show starts now. First of all, I want to say thank you so much for tuning in, but I also want to let you know there's a new way to support. Feel free to go into the description section of this podcast episode and click the donate button and donate what your heart desires. Thank you so much. What up, what up, what up, and thank you for stopping by. As per usual, this is your boy Roy, and you are tuned into Back to Center Podcast. Hopefully your week wasn't as crazy as mine. Mine was a little hectic, kind of had a lot of running around to do and shit. Um, But nonetheless, here we are. It's a semi-beautiful Saturday. Yeah, I almost forgot what day it was. (laughs) It's a semi-beautiful Saturday here in Staten Island, and like I said before, I hope you're doing great, but Without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Now, obviously, I said I hope you're feeling good, but halfway around the world, it's not looking too good. Uh, Ukraine versus Russia, this is something I've been following pretty close uh, ever since it started, and I find it compellingly interesting. Multiple things. Multiple things I find compellingly interesting, but by far the biggest, most compellingly interesting thing that I have noticed throughout this whole entire ordeal is the West, aka United States, the West's idea of, uh, or let me redact that, the hypocrisy, there you go, that's the perfect way to say it, the hypocrisy of the United States and its condemnation of the conflict in Russia. Now, this isn't me vouching for Russia and saying this is okay. This is the furthest thing from okay. However, what I can say is, it's kind of weird to have some sort of like righteous leg or think you have some sort of righteous leg to stand on when it comes to situations like this. When you consider things like the banana wars, installation of political puppets in other places, i.e. Uh, Gaddafi, the list goes on and on. I mean, we could talk about this all day. I can talk about my home country, Haiti, being subject to this very idea as well. Uh, very A good point here, I believe, would be Papa Doc Duvalier. And there's a whole story behind and as to why this ended up uh, happening. But the moral of what I'm trying to say is it's kind of weird to see our politicians kind of have this. And I mean, this is all scripted. Like, what would you ex- expect? You know, what could you expect from politics? I mean, that's just that's what they're going to do. They're going to placate, make the situation look good. Um, but for the most part, yeah, I, I, th- I think it's weird. I, I think it's very, uh, very, I'm at a loss for words right now. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm at a loss for words because 
it's not, and it, again, it's not me being on some like self righteous higher character. Um, but what I guess what I'm trying to get at here is that the story that we're being told, it's starting to unravel. I think, um, and of course the situation is escalating, but some things don't align. Some things don't really make sense in this storyline. Um, but that's besides the point. The main reason why I ended up bringing this up anyway is because who would have thought social media dating would still be raging in the middle of war? Well, I mean, hey, when you got to get some, you got to get some, right? Russian soldiers, as they're making their way to Kiev or other cities within Ukraine, as according to this article here, have been reaching out to Ukrainian women on Tinder, which is kind of interesting because, I mean, of course you have warlords like uh what the fuck is his name Genghis Khan there we go you got guys like Genghis Khan who literally spawned half of the you know east that's yeah that I could say that I could say that without getting canceled yeah okay so Genghis Khan spawned like half of the east right and as during his conquests and whatnot so this does happen you know this is just what happens during war I guess I mean people die People are born. Fuck it. It's just the way of the world. Uh, So as the article continues here, so according to The Sun, Russian soldiers appeared on Tinder in areas of Kharkiv, which is close to the border between the two nations. And then according to one woman in particular, I actually live in Kiev, but changed my location settings to Kharkiv after a friend told me there were Russian troops all uh, all over Tinder. And I couldn't believe my eyes when they popped up trying to look tough and cool. One muscular guy posed up, trying to look sexy in bed, posing with his pistol, a woman explained to the sun. And then it goes on to say that you can see the screenshots. I think that's fucking hysterical. That is so funny. Like, me personally, if I were going into war and as a single dude, yeah, I would probably do that myself. Like, if I'm going to have my phone on me in the middle of war... I'm not just going to use my phone for war. Like, I'm not just going to send texts to my family like, yo, I love you. You know what I mean? Like, especially if, if, I'm, if I'm an invader and I know it's not necessarily the right thing to speak from that point of view. But if I'm the invader, there's a high chance I'm probably occupying some spots with an even higher chance that there will be some civilian women around anyway. So why not shoot my shot? And at the very least... This is much better than them going the Genghis Khan route and just straight up taking it because we all know that's fucking illegal anyway. Now, does it is it still illegal during war times? Absolutely. And to go even further into that, I think any woman put in that kind of scenario would should absolutely have, you know, some sort of weapon. Like now I'm starting to think, what was it like for the other countries that were being invaded by Germany during that time. It must have been the same exact way, but entirely crazy to hear that Russian soldiers are still trying to get it on. Shout out to the ladies that are holding it down for the Ukrainian men and not sleeping with the enemy, because literally, why would you sleep with the enemy? But then here's the ultimate question. If you're a woman stuck in the middle of war trying to survive, do you like placate this situation and try and, you know, finagle your way into like a relationship where someone's taking care of you during wartime i don't know that's a scenario that i would never want to be in thankful that i will never be in that scenario hopefully 
Another scenario I hope I'm never in, one of two, because we've got a lot to talk about here. We've got racism during this crisis. So we've got war, we've got sex, and now we have racism. Apparently, African and Indian students trapped in Ukraine face racism and backlash. For some reason, I also can't talk today. But they face racism and backlash and are being stopped at the border, being forced to turn around back to where they came. Now, this is fucking wild. And I'm not going to lie, though. I'm also not surprised. I mean, I think during a national crisis, you're going to look out for people that look look like you. This isn't me saying that it's right. But as far as we know what human nature to be, that's usually what happens, right? So I can see the like nationalism, like, oh, I'm only going to let my people, going to make sure my people get through first. But just know as heroic as you think you're being, you're also being a fucking douchebag because there are kids that have come to your country to learn to help their families and not necessarily to get stuck in the middle of a war to be a, you know, in the middle of a crossfire. So am I surprised at racism during a moment like this? No, I'm more surprised at people trying to have sex during war than racism, which is kind of backwards in my head, but I don't know, maybe... I actually have a right and the world has a wrong. And two of two, in terms of wild stories, we've got Kanye West continuing. I don't know why I try to put continuizing. It's not even a fucking word. But anyway, Kanye West continues the antagonizing of Pete Davidson. And you know what? Honestly, at this point, it's getting a little scary because the music video that he put out, although I have to say it is aesthetically pleasing, The music video that he put out is rather dark, dark enough to where one could actually even question like, yo, what what are you trying to do? You know, like, what are you insinuating with this music video? Which is, you know, again, it plays into Kanye West's nature of creating content that you're going to talk about. But also it does have some subconscious notes of some things may be going in the wrong direction. Not necessarily saying that Kanye West would be the type to take take upon the action himself. But with that being said, at the same time, though, one would want to make sure that, or at least one would hope that Kanye's mind is only in the artistic realm of things with this depiction and not going in the direction of, you know, actually carrying out the rest of these things. But The silver lining in this is that Kanye West is a great example of someone continuously showing their light, right? Not being afraid to put their thoughts out there, even though they know they're going to face some form of backlash or even with their actions. And at the same time, again, just want to reiterate, letting your light shine does not mean being violent against people, right? Um, But in Kanye West's example, being able to let that kind of artistic depiction be shown in a way where the medium is appreciated, it's safe, and it's viable, and it allows for feedback, no matter what type of feedback it is, no matter how polarizing it is, is a great example of being able to let your light shine no matter what. So we're going to get a little bit deeper into letting your light shine. These last couple of episodes were very episodic, one continuing after the other. 
So we're going to continue on that trend with this episode here with the main topic being letting your light shine. Stop being a pussy. Stop saying no to life and yes to fear. And we're going to flip that around. We're going to say yes to life, no to fear. This is your boy, Roy. And you've been tuned into Back to Center Podcast. My best friend gave me the best advice. He said each day's a gift and not a given right. Leave no stone unturned. Leave your fears behind. And try to take the path less traveled by. That first step you take is the longest ride. If today was your last day And tomorrow was too late Could you say goodbye yesterday? Would you live each moment like your last? Leave old pictures in the past Donate every dime you have If today was your last day Should be a way of life What's worth the prize is always worth the fight Every second counts Cause there's no second try So live like you've never lived twice Don't take the free ride in your own life If today was your last day Tomorrow was too late Could you say goodbye yesterday? Would you live each moment like your last? Leave old pictures in the past Donate every dime you had And what you call old friends you never see Reminisce on memories Don't you forget your enemies And what you find that Okay.
was If Today Was Your Last Day by Nickelback. Shout out to all my millennial uh, listeners out there. I almost said followers. I don't like saying followers because it sounds a little like, you know, hierarchical. I'm not really into that. I just make content. You just tend to listen. Let's just keep it cohesive. So, yes, that was, again, If Today Was Your Last Day by Nickelback. Once again, shout out to all the millennial listeners. And let's go ahead and get back into the topic, man. Topic was saying no to fear and yes to life. How to finally escape that mire, that bullshit, that self-conscious feeling you keep telling yourself that you're not worth it or you're not worth getting the things that you feel like you deserve or better yet, you don't think you're worth letting your light shine. Let's go ahead and talk about that. So I put the song If Today Was Your Last Day for a specific reason. Part of that reason being is because I wanted to convey the essence that time is of the essence. Um, But I also want to be able to distill that message and give it to you in a way that's functionable, in a way that makes sense, it's digestible, and something that you can leave this podcast with, right? So I want you to be able to walk away with some sort of thought or some thought process or at least try and get the ball rolling on some of these things, right? So I've got five topics five little little snippets five little pieces for you and obviously without further ado let's get into it the first one is the grand scheme of things this is the best thing to to talk about first and foremost because in the grand scheme of things you're going to die that's just what it is (laughs) i'm being silent to allow that to simmer for a little bit um But yeah, you're going to die eventually. And I think the most important thing within that one sentence alone is the understanding, but more so the honoring of that fact. Like at some point, it's coming for us all. So make the best of your time. You're going eventually. So what is it that you really want? What is it that you want to achieve? You can have those things so long as you properly plan and prepare for them. Now, on the flip side though, I'm gonna say at the same time, time is irrelevant. And the reason why I say it's irrelevant is because time becomes relevant when you figure, you can't figure out all of the big things, right? So to take your time and meticulously plan literally every single part of that scenario is ultimately just doing a disservice to yourself because even if you were to plan for every single thing and there are things you can definitely plan for at the same time something within that plan will still go wrong so to expect yourself to be i need to be here by x y and z i need to be here by x y and z i need to be here x y and z it works it makes sense more so in a corporate structure where you can have forecasts based off of activities that are consistently being done and the revenue or the objective that it's producing. You can make that kind of forecast. But when we're talking recreating a whole new life, recreating a whole new identity, starting over from a hobby, redoing something, that's gonna take an undisclosed amount of time that can be quick or long, who knows? The only question is, are you ready for the ride? And that's something that I have to, that I ask myself and continuously have to ask myself 
because there are some moments when I don't want to continue personal training as a side hustle. There are some moments where I don't want to start making the YouTube channel. And there are some moments where I don't want to make the podcast. And I say all of that because sometimes the reason why I don't want to do those things is because I'm not sure how long it's going to take to get to that next step. I know, obviously, if I work my ass off, I will get there. But the eventual, the ambiguity, that's what scares us all, right? So we have to understand that time in reference to ambiguity is irrelevant. And ultimately, trying to properly plan and prepare for all of what ambiguity may present you is a fallacy and just a waste of your time. So we're all better off just taking that one step. Look. Being courageous and being stupid are both the same thing, if you think about it. Because courage takes the understanding that knowing what you're doing may not work, but you're doing it anyway. And stupidity, again, is having the understanding or lack thereof, the understanding that it may not work and doing it anyway. So if both of those things are relatively the same, it's just a matter of how you both look and approach it Understanding that ambiguity will be just that, ambiguity, saves you a lot of time in planning and preparing and gets you on the fast track to action, right? At the end of the day, that's all we have. We just have right now and that actionable step that we can take to ensure the future looks better than the past. Next up, say yes to life. Say yes to life. Do yourself a favor and try to find some balance between your passion and income generation. For me, I think I got a little lucky where I work in sales, in tech sales. I've got a great job, but I also have the kind of time and freedom because it's a work from home format as to where I can continuously develop my crafts outside of what I normally do on a nine to five. But in addition to that, be able to experience and experiment and figure out what else I like because life is long, man. If there's anything I've learned as a 28-year-old turning 29 soon, Jesus, life is fucking long. It's very long. And although, yes, we do want to have plans for all of these things that we're going to encounter along the road to wherever our destination is, whatever we have in mind, Ultimately, you have to say yes to life. Now, what does that mean? What does that mean? Say yes to life. It almost feels like you have no choice but to say yes to life because you're alive. So I feel that we believe because we're alive, by default, we say yes to life. But to completely, to be completely honest with you, excuse me, not necessarily. We tend to live our lives on autopilot simply because we're in this routine. This is something we've been doing for a very long time and that's it. So when I say yes to life, I mean saying yes to new opportunities. Yes to new experiments. And I use experiments as a term loosely here because I believe life at the end of the day is one gigantic experiment. Like I don't sit here and say, oh, I need to do X, Y, and Z. These days, I spend a lot more of my time thinking, what if I do this and that? 
What if I do this, that, and the third? What's going to happen? So that's where I've been with it. But it's important that we all say yes to life because we will get opportunities in our lifetime that only come once. Especially if you're a young person. If you're in your 20s and you have no major responsibilities outside of like rent, perhaps you're living at home, you're chipping in with the bills, you're picking things up here and there. Now is the time to try those really wild ass ideas because you frankly never know. You quite frankly never know what could happen. And I want to take this moment to encourage you to be willing to step outside of your comfort zone and put yourself in that position as to where you're going to learn, you're going to grow, you're going to adapt and change who you are as a character, as a person. And then from there, you'll be surprised as to not only who you become, but the ideas that you have at that time that you're able to generate. And who knows, maybe in turn, that might even be able to create revenue generating income for you. So say yes to life. Say yes to those ambiguous opportunities where you kind of just have to go with your gut on it, but you don't, you're not really sure, you know, you're a little nervous. Just go for it. What's the worst that can happen? It's a learning experience. Just do it. Lastly, don't worry about others. And this one's huge. This one is super huge because this one is the one that even though we don't like to admit it subconsciously, it makes us have to think how we want to live our lives, right? So let me break that down and make that make sense. In other words, how I see people living on Instagram or only seeing the highlights of people on Instagram makes me feel like I need to only show the highlights of my life. But if I'm looking at my life and I see no highlights, I now have to fabricate highlights, you know, in order to fit in. So this is where I see all of us going wrong. I even fall victim to this myself from time to time. To be completely honest, I haven't been very active on Instagram for that long because to be totally transparent, part of me felt like I had no highlights to post. You know, I mean, for example, when I had created this until a PT application and I, I finished it, part of me wasn't satisfied. I wasn't very excited about it. So I had to take a step back and think about this and really think about where I'm going with the trajectory of my life. Because like, am I only doing things just for the sake of people thinking back and thinking, hey, maybe I still have that reputation or I'm still related to that? Sometimes we get caught up in trying to continue or keep up with appearances simply because of other people's opinions on us. And we're afraid that it may change. However, on the contrary, I think that the last thing that'll happen is that it'll change because odds are they probably didn't think about you in that form or fashion to begin with. And if they did, more than likely, they weren't the type of people that were supportive anyway. So it really takes someone, it takes someone who's willing to do the introspection to have that thought process and think to themselves, am I living to post highlight reels on Instagram 
or am I living and doing things that I really want to do? And for me, to be completely truthful, this is that has been one of the biggest questions and one of the hardest questions I've ever had to answer still. Because I love modeling, but do I love fitness? I love fitness, but do I love modeling? I say it in that fashion because sometimes we have to think and backtrack the real traces of our why. Like, why are we doing the things that we're doing? And as we get older, it's okay to change. Like, it's totally okay to have a different idea. It's okay to pivot. You know, we're not going to have the same ideas that we did when we were younger. We might keep some. For sure. But will we keep all of them? No. So to say all of that to say, I want to end it here. I think I've spoken enough today, especially being on shrooms. I've done this whole podcast episode on shrooms, by the way. So if you're surprised, probably shouldn't be. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think what I'm trying to get at here is Life is fucking long. And I know I'm only 28 and I'm relatively young. Um, You're going to change a lot, a lot. I so wish someone told me this when I was younger, man. I so wish I had someone that could like come back in time and be like, yo, bro. When you turn 28, your perspective on the world is going to change. So there's a lot of hills that we die on. It's certain ages. A lot of we choose to die on the stupidest hills for no fucking reason. And then we also choose to live these dimmest lives for no reason other than the thought process of someone else. Who, might I add, is still trying to get their own shit together. If there's anything I've learned in this entire experience, I know I said I was I was done talking, but I'm not done yet. If there's anything I've learned throughout this whole entire experience of living on my own, surviving the grief of losing two brothers, repairing relationships, having random casual sex from women I've met off of fucking social dating apps. Man, if anyone here, if anyone listening to this is younger than 27, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Figure yourself out. And figure yourself out with the understanding that you will never stop trying to figure yourself out, which is probably the best part about it because the sooner you can start following your hunches, you know, like those artistic hunches, those creative hunches, especially while you're young and you don't have responsibilities. You don't have to get a job because you have to pay bills. You can continuously work on whatever you deem to be a passion of yours. Take that time. Trust me. 
take that fucking time because you're not missing anything <laughs> outside of like paying bills and and all of that as an adult you're not missing much what i've come to realize as a young adult who has a you know career but also wants to live the life his the 17-year-old version of him seen it's outside of having those dreams once you let your dreams die you have nothing you have nothing i make good money outside of what i feel my dreams are and the reason why i wake up to continuously chase them i have nothing <laughs> i could be completely transparent about that because the more i interact with people that vehemently uh tie themselves to their job titles the more i realize how vapid that is it's a scary place to be when you are nothing more than a title and at the same time we are not our titles but to confine yourself to give up on your dreams and confine yourself to that is true death because to close your eyes and never wake up again I consider that just transporting to another fucking portal, whatever you want to call it. But to wake up every day of your life and pay for an apartment that you don't want to stay at, go to a job that you don't want to be at, deal with people that you don't want to deal with, do spend a majority of your time doing things you don't want to do. That is hell on earth. And more so than that, that is you dying but still alive. It's not worth it. I'm telling you it's not worth it. So with that being said, I'm going to let you go now. And of course, continuing the trend of being episodic and continuing the conversation. Next week we're going to talk about finding your compass. What do you want? What do you want your life to look like? And more importantly, here's the best question of all. If money didn't matter, what would you spend your time doing? But we'll answer that one when we come back next week. So, till then, this is your boy Roy. Thank you for stopping by and you've been tuned into Back to Center Podcast.